Hello, hello, y'all. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bravo While Black. And last week, we did not have a guest because we did a full segment of just Bravo Liberty, uh, you know, stories and things like that, because we were preparing for one of like the most anticipated guests that we have. We can't even believe that we got this to happen. We have Miss Gigi from Shaws of Sunset. Can you say hello to the people, honey? Yes. Hello, people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so flattered that you would even think that, like, I'm a special guest. Listen, yes, absolutely. I love like, you guys. I follow you guys. You guys are hilarious, by the way. You guys call it out. You have no filter to what the reality is in front of you. And you just say it how it is. And I love that. I connect on so many levels, even when you talk shit about me. <laughs> 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 because we that's we, like very we, rare yeah you know like we're like Gigi's going to make good tv but at the same time like in real life she's one of those people that we would actually like get along with you know how there's people on tv where you're like mm, i like them on tv but i would never like want to talk to them uh, we're like we love her we need to talk to her and also we want to put the spotlight on you know like Shaw the Sunset, Married to Medicine, Family Karma, like, the Housewives shows are amazing, and they get so much hype, but Shaw's has been carrying this network since we were in, for a decade now, so it's like, these are all-stars, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, when people hear the word Bravo, I think it's very synonymous with Housewives, and, um, that's cool, and it's, I think, a little bit more cool for us on Shaw's, because, Knowing how huge of a franchise show that is, we were always right after them in rank. Yep. You know, so we pulled our own weight. We um, were criticized in the beginning for being these Middle Easterns and were terrorists and all that, you know, shit that they were saying about us. And then we made it through. You know what I mean? It was it's amazing to know how much like we went against everything that everybody thought that would have happened yeah. to us as, as these Persians trying to be on Bravo. You guys traveled, you guys talk about your culture like consistently. One thing about Shaws of Sunset, I will say that's the show that I want to go to eat on because y'all eat, okay? It's not like that cute <laughs> little eating, like y'all have a full spread out. You know, you talk about religion, talk about um, just like, all these things that we don't really see represented on Bravo necessarily or in other shows in general. So it's just so, it's so good. It's a breath of fresh air. And then on top of that, it's actually just an interesting show to watch. Like, of course, I, I want to watch you and Reza go at it and then like, you know, repair that friendship. Of course, like it's like deep rooted, genuine connection. And like that translates all well on camera. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I personally think that, you know, um, Persians and our Middle Easterns particularly and other cultures around the world, when we have that one similar connection of like food, when our cultures yes. know that that is a dynamic that it makes us come together, it makes us argue, it makes us love, it makes us hate, but it yeah. always fills our inner soul. You know what I mean? And I think when you have that dynamic culturally, if you're not sharing that, 
then there's something wrong, you know? So I loved the fact that Bravo was able to really be like, we're going to say, fuck what everyone has to say. And we're going to show this culture. And they did. Everything was about our food and they were letting us speak our own language. You know, right. they, they would translate it for us. And that was huge. There, That didn't exist. You know, the Kardashians mm-hmm. were the closest to Middle Eastern that we had at that time. And I mean, come on, they don't even really, at that time, they didn't come off as Middle Eastern. You know what I mean? Yeah. They so to get it was a lot of weight it. on us. It was a lot of weight on us. I mean, I'm sure you understand you're a black woman. You understand how when there's a whole society out there that genuinely doesn't want us to make it. It, it, they don't. So we, yeah. knowing that you push through past that, it's just like. <sighs> exactly. And you guys do such a good job at that. And we get to learn so much from you guys, but then it's also entertaining. Um, and we see everyone go through some real things. You went through so many things just to get your adorable son, like our nephew, that's what we call him. Elijah, okay. Um, we saw you go through that journey and like become a mom without, you know, a co-parent. And you are doing such a great job. And it doesn't really matter about all these like op-eds about how a baby should be raised in like a two-parent traditional home. Like you are doing it on your own and you're doing great. So, uh, you know, we wanted to talk to you a little bit before we started recording, but tell the people how baby Elijah is doing. He's not a baby anymore. Like, what is he learning? What is What is his favorite word right now? What's his favorite food right now? Oh my gosh. Eli literally just turned two one month ago. So it's, um, they call it terrible twos. It's just, no, it hasn't gotten terrible yet for me. He's a relatively really chill kid, like very calm. He's easygoing. He's, he's a people person. He loves to just go up to people and hug and talk. He's basically everything I'm not. You know what I mean? Or who I am when I'm kind of stoned. So he's just this happy, hippie kind of kid. Um, he's doing great. Right now he speaks three languages, so it's not um, a word or two. Languages. He's very advanced when it comes to that. Yeah, he's extremely advanced. I mean, he's been, my doctor has been saying that about him for a while now, but now that he's at this age where, you know, you really hear them talking and and just going at it, the doctor's just like, you know, because this is hard for kids actually you know as parents were like yeah i got a smart one but it's really hard for him and i see how hard it is on him right now because he's so intellectually faster than himself but he's emotionally and psychologically his age so his experiences and all that stuff are what his age is but his brain wants to keep pushing Mm -hmm. so i see the frustration and I'm just mm-hmm. really learning how to be there for him without making him think that something's wrong with him. You know what I mean? Right. But he's doing great. He's my little bubble of sunshine. He's so hot. He's so hot. <laughs> what languages does he speak? Obviously, yeah. English is fun. He's what? What languages does he speak? Oh, he speaks Spanish. His um, best friend, a.k.a. his nanny, she speaks Spanish only to him. And, you know, they read books in Spanish. They do the counting in Spanish. Everything gets done in Spanish. Oh, my God, there's a fly. Um, And then my parents speak only Farsi to him. And my dad is extremely active, extremely active in my life. 
Um, he's here almost every night. Like he will lump, like have like his these poker games every week. And like if he's hosting one, it'll be at their house. The game will be over like two thirty in the morning. And my dad will drive forty five minutes to come because he swears that Elijah needs to see him in the morning when he wakes up. <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna argue with that because guess what, Gigi? We see you on TV and you are a daddy's girl. I am (laughs) (laughs) wondering where he got his like look in the mirror, baby. You are great. Yeah, I I chose not to have give my child a a blood biological father because I made that choice for him. It's that much more important for me to know that I have a man that's as, as amazing as my dad is and was to me, you know, to be that role model for him because he doesn't have it anywhere else. So it's just, it's, it's very precious for both of us to just do this whole thing. Yeah. It's like learning together, you know, um, that is such good news. So we want to know what are your favorite shows on Bravo? Like, what do you watch on Bravo other than Shaz, of course? And are you the kind of person that just watches your scenes? And did what was the last part? Do you just watch your scenes on Shaz or do you watch the whole episode? Oh my God, are you kidding me? I have to watch the whole episode. I sit there with a highlighter, a pen, and note cards getting ready for the fucking reunion. That's how I know. Because we don't know what's being said in these scenes because we're not there. We're literally watching, taking notes. Like, you said what? So Mm -hmm. when you see us coming to reunion with receipts, that's how it really (laughs) works. So I I 100% watched my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love all the. Ho- I'm. I love reality TV. I love the Housewives. Um, the Vanderpumps were okay until maybe like two, three seasons ago. Um, so I, I haven't really been watching too much. I did watch the scene I was in though last season for Lala's uh, party that she needed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just that you know i'm just saying um but yeah no no i just i think it's all the housewives i definitely keep up with all the housewives when it comes to bravo other than that i watch reality shows on i watch all the basketball wives all the 11 hip hop i watch all those those are those are my jam are you are you yeah. watching the new season of basketball wives like i want to know the new one? Oh my god, I've only seen the first episode, but what the fuck is wrong with Malaysia? She's my girl, Listen. by the way. She's my girl, by the way, and I love her, and I've always had her back, but I just feel like you try to act like the good girl, but you're really doing all this shady shit. So, I, 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 I felt that same exact way. I'm excited. On the, first, on the first episode, I felt that same exact way, but right. it wasn't until the new episode where we kind of like find out why Brandy is really mad at Malaysia. So stay tuned, child. Like I think you have two more episodes <laughs> until you get up to the new episode. But I know exactly what you mean. Um, oh my god, about- I, I want to put it on. Wait, so does Brandy have a legitimate excuse or no? She's just trying to do it for a clout. <gasps> Stop Camera it. Time. Malaysia calls her out. She's like, okay, so y'all, if y'all didn't watch basketball, wise, basketball this part a little bit, but she calls her out and she's like, um, I know that you're actually mad because 
you got fired from the show and you think that I wasn't there for you. So they show right. like, you know, the the past seasons or whatever. And oh, that's the episode I saw. That was the second one? That was the third. I think that was, yeah, that was the there third one. How many has it been? Three? I want to say three. it's three now. Then I've seen yeah. two. Okay, then I've seen the two. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. She's calling her out. And, but then I don't like how, I'll be honest with you. I don't like how Malaysia's pulling the death card. I didn't know your dad died. Like, um, you should know. Because she's even saying this had nothing to do with that time. Like, this is a different beef, right? I, I'm, I'm still confused, but, but Malaysia's my girl. I love her absolutely to death. Yeah. yeah. I think she's just emotionally detached. That's what it seems. Well, they've been away from TV for a hot minute, so yeah. it would be really good to 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 find out what's going on and see how they put all these chicks together. Angel being there, I I, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I can't wait to see. <laughs> Angel and her baby daddy, like they have me stressed. But you know, we're getting too deep into basketball wise. But I love that you watch that and that you watch the full scenes on Shadow Sunset because a lot of people just watch their scenes and I'm like that's Same. why you are ill prepared <laughs> and I see you on Twitter like um no this is what happened and I'm like okay this girl has her yeah we have to <laughs> so I'd love to talk more about genuinely Gigi what made you start your podcast oh my god I love that you asked me that Erin um I have wanted to have uh, a platform of my own for so long. I mean, who doesn't? Everybody thinks that what they have to say is so important, right? But I was just thinking, you know, every time, like, I used to think, do I write a book? Do I want to do public speaking? I just, I wanted to do something to be heard because I have so many different types of past experiences from extremes to just everyday relatable ones. And I just wanted a way to be able to talk about that because, you know, like I just said in the beginning of the conversation, when you watch a reality show, you're sort of limited to all of that person, you know, person's personality to see everything. So when I finally um, was approached by Straw Hat Media, which is the production company for Genuinely Gigi's podcast, they literally handed me the platform to be free and use my own creative, talk about what I want, you know, do what I want, design what I said, do this, do that. And it was like, okay, holy shit. I, I was honestly a little timid at first because I was like, they say that, are they really about that? Mm-hmm. But I mean, they've been about it. They're so amazing at um, supporting me. The podcast has only been successful. So I, I owe them so much to give me this opportunity, but it's just been that it's just this opportunity to reach out because I, I have my foot in a hundred different pools. I've so many an unfortunate and crazy and um, traumatizing past experiences. And I also have the knowledge of coming out of those experiences and coming out and growing from them. So if I can help people, you know, or just for people to look in and say, wow, you know what? Here's living proof. We have watched her for the last 10 years. She's for real. You know, let mm-hmm. me listen to what she's actually saying. So that's basically been it. I just wanted to be free to talk. I wanted to relate to people and I wanted to shake the table with the controversial conversations that so many have been afraid to talk about, you know, like abortion, you know, mm-hmm. like all those things. 
like just that I'm masturbating, just anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, literally, <laughs> like anything that, that's on your mind. And it's good that you have, because you don't realistically on TV, you only get a few minutes of camera time per person solo. So we only see you like really in group scenes for an extended amount of time. And you don't get to really say, you know, or, you know, bring up everything that you want to to bring up so um having that podcast as an outlet is amazing and then you can always control it's like if i don't like this bitch i'm not gonna have this bitch on my podcast or if i I want to ask someone something i'm gonna invite them on my podcast and you know it it's been a um it's you've had some good guests but who is like your dream guest (laughs) oh my gosh I've been saying this for like a million years. Um, right now, it's technically Russell Brand. I, mm. um, I just—he's another person that I really relate to because he has his foot in so many different pools. He's been through so much, and he's come out of those things. And so when he talks about situations, I really listen. And I would just love to pick his mind and ask him for insight on how do I elevate myself, you know, through my growth, because we live in a society that's just, again, does not want us to succeed. And there's so many reasons they don't want certain people to succeed. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I feel like he defied a lot of stuff being labeled as a heroin addict, crackhead, all these things. And he came through, and now he's this little Buddha that everyone praises. So that's huge. It's such a unique answer. Like, I've never even heard someone say Russell Brand to that question, but also yeah. just like admire him in that way. And I think it's because not a lot of people know exactly just how much he's been through. Like, a lot of people know him for that guy from Get Him to the Greek or for being married to ex husband. Mm-hmm. but we don't really know him like personally because so i was just about to say isn't that Katy perry's ex? but that's what i that's what i love about podcasts though and, and podcasts like yours because i feel like you give uh the guests an opportunity to like you really learn more about them and you learn stuff that people don't really know especially because they're always looking at that one side and that side is what the TV portrays, like whatever they're doing, whatever projects they're working on. Aaron is a very insightful man, aren't you? Oh, I try. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it doesn't seem like you have to try too hard. It seems like it comes naturally. Um, that's exactly what it is. I, I tend to want to bring people on that are not necessarily going to agree with my views. You know, sometimes I, I am in agreement with people and maybe my co-host Anita or my sister is, is opposing. And I want people to see that everything has different dimensions and different sides. And there's no such thing as right or wrong, black or white. We need to understand that there's a whole world out there of different views. And that's where sort of what acceptance and equality and all that stuff comes into play. Right. So that's all I want to do. I just want to make people question everything that they used to think was real and everything they used to believe in. I want them to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to question these things now. I love that. And I am going to, since 
I'm going to ask a question that may stir the pot a little bit, but you don't have to yes, answer. The fuck? But I watched, I didn't listen to, child, I took the time and I watched, I logged on YouTube and I saw the whole interview with Randall Emmett. And I was like, ooh. Wow, I said the fun, not this shit. (laughs) Well, don't don't worry. If if you don't want to talk about it, I understand. I do wonder, okay. Hold on, you know what? Let me spark up. Let me spark up. Take a deep breath. That bitch up, blowing in the sky. Ah, Wusa. Yes, let's go. <laughs> yes. Okay, so obviously I saw you at the Give Them Lala event and I, I was like, oh my God, it's both of you shake shit up on your shows respectively that's why i like both of you and then all of a sudden i see that y'all were briefing a little bit on twitter because you know you wanted to give a different perspective because all that we've heard was what randall has done we didn't hear anything about if you know, Lala was involved in anything or how their relationship really was. So I was like, this really goes against the grain and this is going to make some people mad because it seems like she's the victim. But at the end of the day, there's her side, there's his side, and then there's the truth. Right. So we hear her side and we are still hearing her side. Um, Still, like on the daily, on the daily almost, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple more podcasts, a couple more interviews, yeah. Yeah. like little little nuggets. And obviously they just got greenlit for another season. So we're gonna hear more about that. Um, but on Randall's interview, we get a little bit of his perspective, which I respect that he's like, I'm never going to bad mouth the mother of my child. And I respect a man that you know yes. says that, like, you know, whatever he did, it it doesn't seem good at all and I'd be very mad about it if I was all out but I do also respect that he's not the type of person that's like I'm going to retaliate so what made you want to have Randall on the podcast because I think that you said that you know him from your dad because they play poker right yeah um well we met we met Randall on the same night um I always go to those big celebrity poker tournaments not because I know how to play or because of the celebrities only because my dad is obsessed. So any poker tournament, like I was saying, my dad has poker night every week. So we go to all these events and Randall's a very good poker player. If people don't know, he's always, you know, playing in these big competition style poker tournaments. And my dad ends up at the final championship table, which it starts with like hundreds of tables, so much, so many tables. And it ends up with one. This is like, I don't know, two o'clock in the morning. Randall, my dad are kicking. Randall loses, but Randall decides to stay and help my dad out. Cause my dad, Randall knows the guy that my dad was up against. So Randall's like, no, 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 do this. And then that was it. And at this point I hadn't even met Lala before. I didn't know Lala. I had only seen her from Vanderpump rules. Mm-hmm. So, I was cool with Randall until BravoCon when I was about five and a half months pregnant. 
And mm-hmm. Lala and I were on the same panel. It was basically about bad bitches of Bravo. <laughs> no, and we 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 did, and we talked backstage for a while. And she was going through sobriety; it was very new for her. And I had been through that. And I and I went and I got a degree at university for treating addicts. And we were just kind of, and then we became kind of cool. And we just started keeping in touch and being supportive of each other on social. And you know, that was the mm-hmm. name. I still really do like Lala. I don't Mm -hmm. respect what she was doing because that is damaging to her child. That's all I started saying. Like, why don't you realize like what you're doing? You saw all these red flags, you dismissed it, but now you want to come publicly and talk about all that shit. And in 10 years, guess what? Your kid is on the new Elon Musk cyberspace Google that we have, right? (laughs) And there's mommy bashing the shit out of daddy. And that makes me not trust mommy anymore. Or that makes me think daddy's a bad man now. It's one or the witch, but you're fucking up the kid. Like, why? You know, so that was my whole anger. And I'm cool with Randall. I'm friends with Randall before I'm friends with Lala. He's been venting to me through this whole process. I hear his side and I see what she's doing publicly. She's publicly slandering him, right? She has, she knows that she has shit in her pocket against him. Whatever their shit is, that's what every relationship has. Everyone knows that, but you don't go and use that as leverage and go bash them. You're hurt. You're heartbroken. Go to Dr. Phil, bitch, not to TMZ. You know what I mean? Fucking, it's so I don't respect that part of her, but I I've always thought she was a dope chick. I like that she was you know a strong woman, independent for herself, but a strong woman wouldn't do all these types of things mm. publicly. So I don't know. Okay, so it's basically like the way that she's handled the breakup publicly. So okay, do you just like as a woman and as a mother, do you like sympathize with the fact that she was probably like heartbroken or do you think that it's like because she saw all of these red flags and she decided to stay like she's like it's not fair. Like you think that she's like kind of like playing dirty because now you want to play victim when you're saying that you know there was problems from like basically since she had the baby is what she said yeah um again i you know i think i'm the worst person to ask because people think that i'm sounding heartless i'm really not a heartless person no you're i only come from a place of logic i can't i'm not an emotional person i don't get sidetracked by feelings i see things as they are you know what i mean so Again, if you've been, if you're naming all of the red flags, that means you have a memory of the situation. That means that that situation was wrong. So you are allowing all of these things to happen until one day you're not. How is it? How did that person know that it was okay if you've been allowing it for so long? You've stayed a hundred other times. I do not condone cheating, even though I'm into polyamory. You don't cheat in polyamory. It's a very open, you communicate. You are not allowed to step out. You do not have an open relationship to go have flings. So Ramble knows I'm not cool with the cheating part at all. 100% Mm -hmm. if she's pregnant and and, and he's still cheating after 100 fights. Yeah, it's fucked up that he's doing that. But I don't care about that part. That's a personal Mm -hmm. business. And I don't want to get involved unless I'm being paid to be involved. 
I don't mm-hmm. want to be involved. All I care about is what she's personally giving me to see, which is her public slander of someone that I am friends with. So I'm going to defend what I also see. And I see you are going down and eating some fucking pussy in the back of uh, Sandoval's car, right? And talking about it on TV. That's cheating. Is there a defined rule that you it, just because it's with a woman, it doesn't mean it's cheating. That's fucking sexist to say that. So she's wrong on so many levels. And there's a bunch of ignorant fucks out there who just follow her lead and want to bash the man because all they see is a woman scorned and they identify with a day that they were also cheated on or hurt and heartbroken. And then it's this poor guy now. I'm not saying he's innocent, but I'm saying, why? Yeah. you know what Both I mean? Sides held accountable like it takes two for a situation to happen and especially if this is not the first time it happened it's like okay you like you know allowed this so why now and also like you said down the road the baby is going to see what has been said and what's been posted and it's like she keeps going and keeps going and keeps going so i i do understand especially if you met him first like that's that's my friend at the end of the day and i am going to hold them accountable but i'm also still going to be on their side you know so that was a very um interesting interview like you said single bad word about her i encourage you guys if you want to kind of know some of Randall's side, just go to YouTube's YouTube channel, and it was a good it, it was a good 45 minutes chat. like, I was eating my popcorn, and I was like <laughs> <laughs> and that's an interesting perspective, because I never like, would even think about and, and I think that's just because of the normal, like, normally we side with the woman, because we, we see all that's going on especially in today's media, it's like, a lot of men doing like, the dirt and stuff like that so it's mm-hmm. good to see the man's perspective because you you know you might have a change like your, your thoughts might change about the person in the situation yeah and i want to turn it back on a cause that we both actually um suffer from which is chronic illness i have sickle cell disease which is a chronic illness and it's about you know like my red blood cells aren't producing enough oxygen so i get like pain crises you have your own health issues and you've always been a lover of ganja so of course like a boss bitch you capitalized on it so tell us about your weed company Musa. Musa. Um, Wusa is great. You know, it's, it's, it was a very tough market when I started, um, five, six years ago because it was so new and none of the laws were really fully established. And at that time, laws started changing every single day, every week, there was a new law like this and this and this. Um, so it was hard. So I had to take a shift and I went Wusa completely on the CBD side. And then all of a sudden, everybody's baby, mama's neighbors, auntie's cousin had a CBD company. It was just everywhere. It's in 7-Eleven. It was Mm -hmm. just everywhere. And I'm like, well, I can't compete with this type of a market because I'm actually selling the real stuff and it's more expensive. But people are going to believe that the other stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I finally got licensed. I'm licensed now in the state of California to be in the THC field. So Wusa is coming out now with that whole THC line. I've partnered with some amazing company called Maven. Um, and we're just going to, we're going to create this whole establishment with Wusa. It's going to be huge. Cannot wait. And do you think that THC helps you with your um, flare ups? 
I don't think, I know. I know the science to it. Uh, I know what I personally feel with it, but I'm, I'm a very big researcher. Nothing goes past me intellectually. I have to research everything, like everything that I don't know I research. And I do have a history of um, extreme drug use. And I went to rehab in 2005. And at that time, weed was part of that, right? 2005, you know, I was using for so many years. So when my mom started recommending it to me to say, you, I've been reading about this and it's the biggest anti-inflammatory out there. And it, it's a great, great help for your pain. I found this amazing doctor and he walked me through it for a while. He walked me through the medicine of it. And then I began researching. And once I began taking it and six months in, I was like, you know what? I don't, I'm not doing drugs. This is literally medicine. I could feel it working. It's like, you know, when you take a strong, like painkiller, it was that for me. So that's when I said, I have to do something and let everybody know. And I made Lusa, but it's just, it's, it's changed my whole life. It, weed has really changed my whole life. I, I see how much it's capable of doing. We are just at the beginning of learning all of the capabilities of this plant. Um, you know, they're injecting CBG straight into a cancer tumor and it, it will dissolve right in front of you. You know, there's just so much out there. It's just so much out there. So yes, it does. And do you, do you, do you consume? Okay. This is the thing. And I would like a recommendation. Aaron knows. It's like, I have been a drinker, but now I, they found a blood clot on and now I'm on, on blood thinners. And you cannot drink with blood thinners. So every time I used to try to smoke, I would honestly get paranoid. So that's why I just stopped smoking altogether. So now I'm trying to find out like what strain would work for me to I'll, help with my flare. I'll work with you. We could, we could talk after this and mm-hmm. um, you can tell me, Everything that happens to you when you smoke weed that you don't like, what Mm -hmm. you do like, and what it is you want it for. And then I will sit with you and I will make you a whole list of the strains that are specific for those. Yeah, I really appreciate that because, girl, (laughs) we've been talking about it. Yeah, like we've been talking about it a lot. You guys can't see me right now, but I'm literally doing this interview from bed because I have like a flare up. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the day of my teaching interview and I have a flare up and I'm like, this is actually the perfect time to talk with her about, you know, the effects of it. So another thing that you do, so you have another line coming out that you've been teasing. Is there anything that you can tell us about? Um, Intimately GG is something I have been working on for, well, a few months. It's been a few months now. I have teamed up with my ex-boyfriend, Dennis, um, and he and I kind of are doing a poly thing now. It's just, it's complicated. He, um, we've teamed up and um, we're going to be creating something amazing, Intimately GG. I will be launching in a couple weeks and everyone will find out what it is exactly, but Mm -hmm. it really, it falls in line with me and my brand and everything about me as far as being proud of who you are and being okay, being on your own, you know, self happiness, self fulfillment, self pleasure, just, you know, so it falls in line with that. I'm really Mm -hmm. excited about it because like, I'm, I'm about to be 41 years old. I have a two year old son. I'm pretty cute. You know, I look good. Oh, you're gorgeous. Yes. (laughs) 
Yes, I'm happy. Uh, like it's just it's a big it's a big new thing for me. We can't wait to see it. And Aaron just loves the name of like all of your stuff. The way I that do. you name it. He's like genuinely Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> Infinitely Gigi. Because it's the best. I love that you still like center it around your name. And that's what I try to do with everything too. Yeah, I mean it's I'm keeping it genuine, right? It makes sense to put them G's up. Exactly. And you know what? Just what you do with the whole cannabis thing, I was I was thinking, and this is what I didn't say. Uh Bravo needs a show about women in the cannabis business. I strongly believe that. I would love to see something like that. I would love to see that too. And I would hope that we can both put that out into the universe Mm -hmm. right now. Because well, it's a top industry. It's a really like top industry. And you spoke your podcast into existence, so you yeah. can like speak that into existence, and you can, you know, maybe be able to have the opportunity to show just how powerful and and like helpful that you know CBD, THC, CBG, element OP is. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So Where know. are you guys located, by the way? Are you guys in Cali? No, we're in South Florida. So if you ever come down to, <clears throat> we live in yeah. Like, Florida. <laughs> yeah. Florida area. What's South Florida mean? Miami? We're kind of close like, to like, that. Mm-hmm, like twenty minutes away is Miami. Twenty minutes south. But what, you have you ever been to Fort Lauderdale? Like Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we that's live us. Over- mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. So why don't you? Um, well, because I know for me, colder climates are really helpful on my body and my inflammation, and, and I don't flare as much. Just Florida and the humidity, is that hard on your flares? Oh, yeah. Okay, the weather is hard. It's also, like, moods. Moods, like, I can't get too upset or too excited. Like, it's just, there's so many things that I'll tell you about later, but it's just, like, that. You know, like like that, I can have a flare up. Um, but Florida is a very hot place, but I've adjusted to it. I went to New York for the first time last year when it was in December, and like I was so cold that like I had to buy like an electronic like heated jacket. I, was, like, I mean, I didn't from, tell like, you to go to New York in December, man. I meant like, <laughs> it was, like a couple degrees colder than South yeah. Florida. It's so like, hot and sticky. <laughs> especially in the summer but you know i try to keep mm. myself like inside wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute yes do you flare if you have an orgasm no oh not. that's amazing so that's something that won't set you into a flare exactly thank god because like what am i gonna do like i would, <laughs> I would why be- are we whispering in each other's ears close to the mouth <laughs> they can still hear y'all <laughs> don't worry about it um okay so we want to play a little game before we let you go okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and it's basically fuck very kill but we're gonna put a, a little we just spin on it because you know we gotta represent the plant that is saving lives out here um so it's gonna be like who would you fuck it has to be a bravo person does that have to be on your show it doesn't have to be on your show, okay? Who would you smoke a blunt with? And who would you snatch the blunt from? Like, snatch, like, you know, snatch the blunt from. And this is all just a game. I don't want to get Gigi in trouble. 
Is it current? Does it have to be current people on no, Bravo? No, it could be past. It could be someone that was on there five minutes. I mean, honestly, anyone Bravo. Okay, the first one was um, who would I fuck? Yeah. <sighs> Hypothetically. I see you. With, I know what I'm supposed to say. Because I'm trying to think, like Bravo shows are, are like 99% female based. So I'm trying to think of like the men on Bravo right now. Luke from Summer uh, Summer House, and he's fine, and that's my man. So for me to say that you should be with Luke, I feel like you should definitely be with Luke. Yeah, that's fine? like who? Luke from um, Summer House. Do you watch Summer House? I don't watch those type of shows. Um, Aaron loves that. Aaron loves that because he does not really care for Summer House or Southern Charm. He just likes that's what I'm going to say when you guys ask me to talk about Summer House from now on. (laughs) I'm trying to think of I would fuck any of like the house husbands. Ooh, Mauricio's fine ass. Mauricio is hot, but you know what, Kyle? I don't think Kyle... I'm not going to go there right now. <laughs> yeah, because you already know that. I don't know. <laughs> she kind of just likes me for those reasons. Just, you know what I mean? I feel like some people's, some people's like, when those hot guys are out and like, it's like, woo, patrol. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he's a very, very good looking man. I would definitely Juan is say, also. If I were to say any of the men on Bravo, I would say yes. Oh be God, I'm going to get in so much trouble for this, you guys. <laughs> No. Okay, well, we can just change it to okay. What celebrity in general? Then and it doesn't have to be a man. Also, like it's Pride Month, so if you want to fuck a girl, or no, no, no. God bless um, people who live vagina. I'm strictly dickly. I, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. It's just my route. Um, I really don't care less what other people like. Um, mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I, I don't know. So, Cele- oh God, there's too many celebrities to name. You know. What I mean? <laughs> But I would go with a Bravo man. I would just say Mauricio. Okay, Mauricio. And I think that we're all in agreement about that. Yeah. It's always Mauricio or Juan. And then for me, Luke, obviously. Um, okay, so who would you like to smoke a blunt with? To smoke a blunt with? Probably Marlo. Oh, my God. I That's so love to see Marlo that. Because she just seems... I mean, I follow her on Instagram and we, you know, we chit chat with each other on IG, but I just feel like she just seems like one of those really fun people to hang out with because she's, she seems like she really will take care of people. Like she's nurturing, but that she just keeps it fucking real. And I love that. Like, that's the most fun people to smoke with because they don't care if they fall off the chair or piss on themselves or anything. (laughs) They're just fun. You know what I mean? They're so confident. They don't care. She's Marlo. That is a fun choice. And mm-hmm. you know what? I wouldn't mind smoking a blood with her. And then I also want to smoke a blood with Sonia from Real Housewives of New York. Just because she is already... I think you need to do mushrooms or something with Sonia. I don't think we need <laughs> enough. Um, you know, definitely not like for me. Naturally. Some much stronger shit to be, you know, chilling with Sonia if she's high. <laughs> 
Aaron, who would you smoke a blunt with? I would say Sutton. Who? Sutton. (laughs) Sutton from Beverly Hills because I just would laugh like just hearing her accent reminds me of my mom's accent and just like so it's like it's it would be funny as fuck to like hear somebody from the south especially high Sutton like I I can't imagine that I would like to see it Uh (laughs) can I just say fuck you guys for neither of you naming me What, Gigi? You, you, you already to. know. Listen, Hello, I am the ganja queen of Bravo. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we introduced you. Yeah, you okay? So, Gigi, you obvious our choice. first choice because okay, obviously, <laughs> because first of all, she she's not only going to like like smoke with us, but she's going to teach us about that shit. Like <laughs> all of our, we're going to literally yeah. go there and feel like we went to the doctor. What you meant was the two of us are already together and who we would include in our group. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> okay. And then the last one is, okay, so this person, uh, Kelly Fraud. And- Kelly Fraud. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Kelly Fraud. It's just, She's so annoying. And it's like, girl, you're not even on the network anymore. Bye. I don't think Bye. annoying. I think it's annoying is too pretty of a word to, to give that to her. I I have been trying to keep my my hands to myself when it comes to Twitter responses and stuff. But like yesterday, she just, I don't know, she's just so heartless when she compared the school shootings to 9-11 and you know, now she posts something about her kids got no education for two years and now this bullshit and posts a document. Did you see that? A document about her, the kids being sent home because of threats to the school, complaining about that. And then some woman responded on Twitter and called her an idiot. And Kelly Fraud's response was, I'm an idiot. <laughs> At least I'm not ugly. So I responded and I said, um, you're actually both though. Mm. You know? <laughs> True. Like it's just like her personality and also the fact that, you know, like she looks like the screen face. I always call her Dude, the screen. her forehead gives her Karen Huger a, a free pass. Kelly Frog's <laughs> forehead is back here. Karen Huger looks like a little bitty, itty bitty little forehead, like Teresa compared to that shit. You know what I mean? Her gums are like this. She's a horrible person. Looks like when they put peanut butter on a cow's, you know, going and they just do all this. She's just yes. talking. Yes, that's the perfect comparison. It's just like she doesn't stop either. And it's like, girl, go get you a job at Fox or something. Like, please. And she is always commenting on Bravo stuff. And it's like, please shut the fuck up. Um, Aaron, do, are you in agreement? Like, would you snatch your blank from Kelly Frog? Absolutely. She wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even like this shit up. I don't her. think she would be near me. She right. She would, you know what? God bless. If she was smoking weed, I would give her more because I think that would help her a little bit. Please. I think it would bring her back to reality because you know what? That white stuff is supposed to be sugar, not cocaine. You're not supposed to put that stuff up your nose. You know what I mean? She needs a dab. So, Fuck a blunt. She needs a dab. Just smoke that, put that other stuff away, and just go be in your trailer with your fellow people. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. I freaking love that. She's trash. She's disgusting. She's disgusting. She I is. had so much fun talking gossip. 
Yes, like we yes. have been waiting for this moment. We were so scared to like ask because we were like, we don't know if she's gonna say yes or not. And then when you said yes, I'm like, okay, thank God. Like because I love you guys. I love you guys. You I can't even believe it when Kaya told me. I'm just like, it. what? I said you guys see it. Listen, okay, at the end of the day, we appreciate Bravo for what it is, but we can appreciate something and still, you know, call out certain things, you yeah. know, and it's like, especially for women of color, people of different uh, religions and races and creeds and all that stuff. It's like, at the end of the day, I love Bravo and we are making progress, but yes. we need to also be critical so we can continue to make progress but um thank you so much for chatting with us can you tell the people what are you any announcements other than you know intimately gg what are you working on next do you have someone on your pod coming up that you're excited about or anything that you can you know have people look forward for um what my podcasts are you know going live now i'm doing live podcast shows which is amazing because i really like interacting with um, the audience and the people. Um, but another really big surprising thing that I have, which I'm coming out with in a month as well, is a food truck. I have a food truck. Ooh, it's called yes. Bottom of the Pan. It's coming out. Um, it's amazing. I mean, listen, you're Persian. We have all this food. I'm going to yeah. just put some wheels on it and take it around town and share my culture with everybody so yeah. that that's something everyone should look out for and hopefully we'll we'll spread and come to florida uh, so you got Wusa and a food truck like that is the perfect mix like and, right can you just make them can you line them out like next to each other <laughs> eat some, okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> so first i'll get you high and then i'll feed you you know what i mean it's the whole package <laughs> i love that Exactly. That's like when you give someone a Popeye's biscuit and they need water. It's like, I got, I got the water. I got the Popeye's biscuit. Um, oh. Well, thank you so much. And like, we are looking forward to everything that you do. We will be here to support you. And, Always. you know, thank you for keeping it real and saying yes to this. And, you know, come back now, you hear? <laughs> we love you, Gigi. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye, all. Bye.